All right. Welcome everybody to From Rock Bottom to Badass. And I have an awesome guest with me today who I just recently had the pleasure of meeting and her name is Chelsea West. So she does a lot of really cool stuff, but she also has um, quite a colorful past as well. We're going to talk about some of the things that she's gone through. So tell everybody, Miss Chelsea, who are you? Who is Chelsea West? Hi, so I'm Chelsea. I'm um, a Reiki master healer. I have my own business called Faith's Divine Reiki. Um, I do card readings as well. I'm a psychic. And um, I'm just here to explain my story and my past a little bit. Um, it's been pretty difficult. So I just kind of want people to recognize the road that I was on and see the path that I'm on now, how it's a complete different story and how possible it is for people to continue on and for things to get better. Beautiful. Well said. So define recovery. So recovery for me is pretty in depth. Um, it's a long road and it's still struggles. It's not perfect. Um, it's having a lot of support and being able to treat both sides equally because you're going to have the bumps in the road and then sometimes the bumps aren't going to be there and it's a little bit more smoother. So it's recognizing like how life is kind of like ocean waves. They come up and they come down. So that's pretty much what recovery is like for me. So you talked about, well, let's first dive into what have you been through? Um, so the biggest one that I'm going to share is I am a suicide survivor. Um, I've had, thank you. I've had, I've had many attempts, um, but the universe has kept me here for a reason. And I finally found that. Um, glad you're so, here. What's that? I'm glad you're here. Thank you. Um, so I work with angels and my guides and they pretty much have harassed me for the past two years of doing Reiki and I wasn't ready for it. I was still really struggling with my stuff. And um, then I finally listened to them and I was like, okay, I'll try it out. And then the journey's just been amazing from there. So learning about my own skills, psychic abilities, gifts from God, like whatever you want to call it. Um, I'm really empathic and I, you know, I have a, a tad bit of a lot of the Claire's, <laughs> the Claire's sentience, Claire audience, Claire cognizance, right? Um, learning about that along my journey in mental health and, and being able to decipher the difference between <laughs> Now, this is a very specific question that only <laughs> you have gotten so far, but um, learning to decipher the difference between what is my psychic abilities, what are these divine gifts, and then what is mental illness exactly <laughs> is that. Like the fucking hugest thing in the world. How yeah. was that as a part of your journey? Um, that I still struggle with a bit. I was diagnosed with schizoaffective disorder. Um, so that's hallucinations and delusions, mm -hmm. but then I also have my psychic abilities. So I still struggle 
a little bit to see the difference with both. But I know when I'm doing divination, like when I'm looking into my crystal ball or when I'm doing card readings or even body reads for Reiki, um, I know that that's spirit guiding me because I'm more connected versus just going like, you know, everyday stuff. Yeah. Um, that get in the way of that connection, just being busy with other things. So um, that's kind of how it's how the difference works for me is just when I'm sitting down kind of meditating and I'm in my zone I know that that's spirit yeah and I know it was really hard for me and I thought I was I guess much crazier than I am when until I found that and realized that like the symptoms of anxiety that I was having a lot of times was me picking up energy and some of the depressions that I was going through were, you know, me going through these healing processes or these journeys where I was feeling maybe some sensitivities from some big events that were going on in the world, just different things like that. Um, how did it help you to be able to get better, to learn that part of yourself? Um. Well, it was just a lot of focusing on exactly what was going on. I also have ADHD. So in my head, it's usually always chaotic. I don't have like a clear space unless I'm meditating or again, working with my cards and my crystal ball. Um, so it's just doing that more made me become better. It's just pretty much meditation. Oh, okay. So it like made you to have to do, use those tools that help to clear and calm the mind. Awesome. So with everything that you've been through, what kind of effect or change did it have on you? Um, well, definitely connecting more with my spiritual side was a big part of my recovery. Um, I've had a lot of supports. I still do have a lot of supports. I have six therapists currently. Um, I see somebody every day, Monday through Friday, sometimes on Saturdays. So I have a lot of support and I'm very lucky to have that. And I'm very lucky to be in the place that I'm in now spiritually. Um, so I connect more with my guides and spirit more. Um, so they kind of, they also help me with my recovery. They tell me like, that's not a good idea. Or you shouldn't be doing that. Or, um, and I listen more versus what they were trying to help me with before I wasn't listening. I was just kind of doing whatever I wanted to do. Um, so that's pretty much how everything changed was I just have a lot of support and I'm very lucky for that because there's a lot of people struggling out there with mental health and they don't know how to get the help or they don't know where to go to. They don't know where to start. Um, that's kind of where I was at in the beginning. I kind of thought that it was just me acting out but then once I learned that I actually have an illness, it changed my mindset a bit that it's like, okay, I'm not just being like this or whatever. It's because I have an actual illness. So I accept it more. Okay. I get what you're saying. Like, I remember there being this moment where I changed. Um, somebody gave me some really good advice. It was like, I was working really, I wasn't taking any medicines for my mental health. And I was running around all the time doing all of these different kinds of recovery things and just working myself to the bone, trying to fix it. And um, 
I remember this person saying to me that no matter how hard I work on my mind, that it wasn't going to fix my brain um, and, and made me differentiate between the, the work that I was doing on my mind and my mental body and that having a, a physical change that now it was a physical issue that I had to have a physical solution for it and that I probably needed like some medicine, you know what I mean? And that really changed how I thought about mental health. So I feel like I really get, you know, how you, how you made that shift in yourself. Yeah, medication is a huge part in my treatment as well. Um, that's half of it. And that's just, I have to accept it. I don't like taking medication. I don't enjoy it at all. But I know that for me to be safe, I need to be on medication. Um, and that's okay. That yeah. is okay. It's, it's part of my treatment and for me to get better as of right now, because my brain just doesn't have the chemicals in it to help me um, be more on the path that I would want to be on. So the meds definitely do a lot for me. Yeah. And, and you know, some part of, of it for me too, was like, I had to just have this conversation with myself where I was like, okay, look, Rachel, if you want to wake up every day and not feel like killing yourself, like you probably just need to take this pill and it's really not that big of a deal. And if that's what you have to do for the rest of your life to like have a, a good life and like experience a state of wellness, then that's what you have to do. Yeah. And it was like, you just have to do it. <laughs> I had to have a lot of conversations with myself, you know, like that. Um, and you know, that self-talk, I think is one of the most important things that helped me survive along the way, you know, help me survive my journey. What has helped you survive? Um, my treatment team. If I didn't have them, I wouldn't be here. Um, they're just, they're very good with helping me have more of a positive outlook on life and just the support. Like, for example, I haven't been able to keep a job for longer than six months and I've had many, many, many jobs. And it's always been through my mental health that I got let go or it. Um, so now I have a job coach and she's fantastic. She helps me and supports me in that way. So I was able to keep a job for two and a half years. Um, I came out that I have a disability for the first time and um, they were very acceptant of that. So they knew if I was like in the back room, I was there for a reason because I was having a lot of anxiety or Sometimes I had to leave work because my PTSD was so bad and they understood that. Sometimes, again, I had to call out of work and they were just very good with it. So because I have my job coach and she even supported me with talking to the managers um, for some things that I needed extra support on and everything. So she's just, that's a huge support that I have. So I have my, like somebody there to help me with that. And then I have like case management that will help me with like, daily tasks or whatever, if there's organization that has to be done or because my ADHD, just whatever I need help with, like they're able to support me with. And I'm just very lucky to have that because it takes off so much stress of everyday life for me to just have that support. Um, and that's definitely what helps. It just takes off so much stress off my plate. Yeah, 100%. And this is kind of like, a personal question for me because I have uh, I work in mental health um, I work in a mental health organization I have clients here that I see 
And I have three clients currently on a suicide prevention pathway. I have taken on and just said yes this morning to taking on a role that will be driving a lot more suicide prevention pathway clients to me as sort of a a way to have a higher level of care when our therapists are so booked up that they can't see a therapist until like two and three weeks out that they can see me a lot faster. And um, as somebody who has experienced suicidal ideation and like knows what it feels like to not want to be here, um, I feel like I have a lot of a lot of value and a lot of stuff to offer, but um, I never worked really a whole lot with it with my own treatment team from the other side. So like as somebody who has found so much support in a treatment team while on suicide prevention pathway, what advice do you have to give me on how to support this population people better? Um. Well, I think the biggest thing is just for people to be able to find the support and services. Um, that's a big thing. So just helping people find connections and all the supports that they can possibly have. Because when you're suicidal, like it's so important to have people there for you and for to and to have supports. So that's pretty much the biggest advice I think I could give you is just make sure you know services that are around, um, even if it's just peer support or something, mm -hmm. just to find somebody to be able to connect with someone and just be there for them. So what are the things that like you would need to hear the most during those times? Um, well, I worked in the mental health field as well. So I worked with people who had the same symptoms as me, which was very interesting because I was, you know, I was going through my own stuff, going through that while well, they're going through it and I'm supporting them. Um, so, I mean, I've had incidents where, I mean, I should, probably shouldn't get into it, but where clients were trying to, you know, commit suicide and I had to stop them. And um, it was just constantly reassuring them that they're here for a reason and that they're loved your family loves you, your friends love you, like we need you here. Um, and just telling them how great they are and reminding them of that and reminding them of the things that they have overcome and that they can get through this as well, even though it seems impossible, but just keep reassuring them that like they are loved and they are cared for. That's beautiful. Yeah, and that whole, that like rings so true with me too, like from my journey, I think realizing that, you know, pe there were people that loved me, that would miss me, and that I had a reason to be here in the world was everything in those dark places. So I ask everybody this question, is there anything that you feel like you are done healing um, things from the past that you like feel like you have overcome or do you feel like all the pieces of your recovery are going to be like a constant journey or battle for the rest of your life is there anything you feel like you'll always battle is there anything you feel like I've got this beat like 
I'm good on that. Just like That's talk about how, how that looks. That's a really good question. So I also have borderline personality disorder. So that's not being able to regulate your mood properly. And that's extreme highs and extreme lows. So mm -hmm. when I'm sad, I'm not just sad, I'm extremely sad. Or I'm not just mad, I'm extremely angry. Um, it's extreme, it's the extremes. And that's something I'm gonna have for the rest of my life. And um, with the PTSD and stuff, there has, been, there has been stuff that I've healed that like I'm good with now, but it's still there and pretty much my recovery is gonna look like that, is the stuff is still gonna be there and I'm just gonna be working through it every day. I'm always gonna have BPD, um, but it's about managing the symptoms. So I'm in IMR, which is Illness Management Recovery. And that is a great service if anybody can find that. Um, that's about managing your symptoms. So instead of being at a 10, if you can get down to an eight, like that's great. So it teaches you how to get down. And um, that is just a service that I have and it's helped me so much. It's kept me here. Um, so I don't really have the suicide attempts anymore. Um, so I was able to get through that and my business definitely keeps me here because now I'm needed in the community as a healer um, and a psychic. And yeah, it's just, it's a journey. And I also have depression. So that's gonna be here as well. Um, so I believe that I am in long-term treatment and that's okay, I'm committed to it. Mm -hmm. um, because it showed me the other path of life, which is actually really beautiful. Um, I have my soulmate now, which is amazing just because I've been here, you know, that I was able to be with him now. And um, yeah, it's just, it's gonna be a long journey for me. Okay. So who do you think was your biggest support along your journey? And how did they support you that was so impactful? So again, it's my treatment team. Um, I didn't really have any supports besides them. When I first started my mental health journey and treatment, it was in 2017. And it was when my mom was passing away. Um, that was very traumatic for me and I didn't know how to handle it. So all of my symptoms came out and I have been hospitalized several times for it um, because I just was not being safe. And they didn't know what to do with me. They put me with different therapists. I had eight therapists in a year. Um, I only had a therapist and a case manager for my support, which just was not enough for me. Mm -hmm. um, and they kept putting me in different departments because they didn't know what my diagnoses were. They couldn't figure it out because things were just so severe. They just didn't know what to do with me. I think I met with the manager more than actual therapists because um, it was constant treatment plans of how to keep me safe, taking away my credit cards, making sure that, um, you know, so I wouldn't buy a gun or anything. And um, it was talking with the uh, I forget what they're called. They're like the professional team that um, crisis support. Yeah. Um, they have to check in on me like, I don't know, every four hours or something like that. So we had constant treatment plans that we were doing because I didn't want to go to the hospital. Yeah. So then I ended up moving to a different town 
And because of that, I wasn't in that catchment zone anymore. So I was used to so much dysfunction in the mental health world. Like again, having eight therapists in a year, that's not very healthy and helpful. I didn't learn anything. So they said I was transferring to another clinic. And I was very nervous about that because I was so used to this clinic and dysfunction. I thought it was going to be the same thing or it was going to be worse. But once I transferred and I ended up having six therapists, um, that was extremely helpful for me. And I just needed the support with like every aspect of my life. And once I got that, things just changed everything. Like my world just went 360 just from having the support. Wow. So it's definitely the treatment team. I didn't have friends. Um, I didn't have family. My family was pretty much disowning me because they thought I was just acting out. Um, but they weren't understanding that it's mental illness. And they mm -hmm. were just kind of thinking I was just doing this for attention or whatever when that wasn't the case at all. I was just, my mental health was just out of this world. Um, it was very serious. And my treatment team has definitely kept me stable. They're very good with my treatment. They support me very well, even with meds. Um, and I see somebody every day. So it's just extremely helpful. That's the only thing I can really say is that if I didn't have this type of support, I wouldn't be here. I love how much you're like shouting out the mental health world. Like you're like my treatment team, my treatment team, my treatment team. And that gives, I just, that really like validates me too. Just like, to know that it is important. Like sometimes even on the other side, you can feel like, you know, get to feeling like, you know, you're not doing enough or what you're doing doesn't matter, but it's always like the littlest things like that people will give me feedback about that were the most important things for them or the thing that helped to get them through that day. And like, I didn't feel like I was doing anything. So it's like just really validating that just being here like is enough and just being myself working in this field like to be there for people is enough even if I don't if, it, if I feel like I should be doing more or wish I could do more that I can like relax and you know a little bit more into just knowing that like you know the, that's what matters the connection the loving somebody exactly telling somebody that you care like it's the littlest things or the things that feel little that are really big yeah, but they're huge. Um, so like if you had to give advice to somebody that was in your situation or maybe like reluctant to reach out and ask for that support, I know like, especially with like suicide, suicidal feelings, suicidal ideation has a big stigma. I mean, um, I wrote a book and in my book, I think like one of the first lines is like, I used to hate myself. Like I wish that I was, and that was like a huge deal for me to write that out. And in something that I knew, like I was gonna give this to the whole world and that everybody was gonna see that I felt like this before was kind of a big deal, you know? Like I was very nervous to do that, but I knew that it was so important because I'm not, I'm, you know, when you're in the groups, when you're therapy groups, like you realize really fast, oh my God, like every, everybody is struggling with feeling bad about themselves. Like all these people are out here experiencing suicidal ideation and, and we're afraid to talk about it, you know? So like, 
what would you say to that person that's scared, that's apprehensive, that, you know, knows they might need help, but just feels scared to say that? So that was me. Um, and how I got through with that was I had my girlfriend at the time. Um, she was my main support. And she was really trying to get me in to therapy. And I didn't want to go. Um, I didn't really want the help, I guess. I wasn't ready for it. There was just so much going on. But she ended up, she ended up helping me make the phone calls to finally go in and she brought me there and she went in with me. So I had that support um, for to start that journey. And that was very helpful. So if somebody has a friend or something that <clears throat> they can do the same thing, help them out. Um, that's extremely important. And I would just explain to them that life can be so much different like the journey that I went through, um, if you just seek the support, because you don't want to feel miserable. You don't want to feel like this every day. Like it's not fun. It's not a good time. So just seeing if there's anybody that can support you in making that call and that first decision. What about shame? Like, did you have shame about your mental illness? Because I did. I had so much. I don't think I had shame. I think I had, I had more confusion because mm -hmm. so much was going on. Um, like, if you don't mind, do you think it'd be okay if I could explain my diagnoses? Yes, 100%, please. Okay, so I have a lot that I'm diagnosed with. So that's why I'm gonna be in lifelong treatment. Um, so I'll start with, I have a processing disorder. So it's hard for me to like have straight out conversations or um, to understand what someone's saying to me sometimes. Um, I have ADHD and I have a memory issue that's diagnosed. I don't remember exactly what it's called, but um, I also have borderline personality disorder. I have bipolar mania, depression, PTSD, OCD, body dysmorphia, and possible schizoaffective disorder. Um, they're not sure about that because of my BPD, because it's so similar. Um, and I also went through bulimia and drug and alcohol addictions. So I've been through a lot and I can pretty much relate to almost all of my clients when they're talking about their stuff that's going on. Um, and that makes it really helpful for my healing because I totally get it and I know what it feels like. Um, but everybody feels things differently. So I can't be like, I know exactly how you feel because it doesn't work like that. Um, but it's very similar and it's been able to help me be a very successful healer because I've known so many, you know, that's a lot of, um, diagnoses to have. So that's why I'm in so much treatment. Um, so when you're going through like all of that stuff, like I didn't have shame. I just had confusion. I'm like, what the heck is going on? Like, what is mental health? I don't know what that even means. Like, yeah. you know, I don't know that I have brain chemistry issues, like that there's an actual issue. I'm not just acting out. Um, so understanding that it's, if you can have the mindset that this is a disorder versus I'm just a terrible person or I hate myself and this is just awful or whatever. Like you have mm -hmm. to be accepted. Like you have this and that's okay to have it. There's help out there and yeah. you can manage it 
and it can be okay. It's just, you got to take that first step. And it's a long journey. It's not an overnight thing. You know, you're not going to see a therapist once and they're going to cure everything because that's just not how it works. You have to be committed. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just, it's a long journey, but it's definitely worth it. 100%. And thank you for being so bold and vulnerable to share like all your diagnosis. Um, I think people need to hear that, especially those with like multiple diagnosis. It's, um, it's hard when you get several diagnoses because I know you, you know, you might feel like, oh man, I'm like really messed up. You know, how am I going to get through healing all of these things? And, but you're a good example of that. You know, you can have multiple diagnosis and, and be stable in the world and have a business and yep. live a life that you want to live. Yeah, I want you, people to understand that for sure. Definitely that you can have all this stuff going on and you can heal from it. And now I'm a successful business owner. Um, I never thought in my life that I would have a business uh, because I was just pretty much a mess constantly. And um, I didn't have the help that I needed at first, but then once I actually got that help, my, it's like my brain chemistry has changed um, and I'm just able to focus more and just, just having a business and being successful. That's amazing after everything that I've been through. So let's talk about your work. What is it that you do now? You're, you've, you know, supported yourself. You've had support from other people and now you're able to give some support back out to the world. So what do you do for people? Yeah, definitely. Well, I'm a Reiki master. I'm a healer. So I work with people, um, a lot of people with mental health issues um, and people that just have situations that they don't want to be in like for example how to break up or how to get a divorce with my wife um, I have situations like that where it's not really a mental disorder it's just they have a situation mm -hmm. um, then I do Reiki on them and I work with their goals so if somebody comes in and they're like my anxiety I have terrible anxiety I need help with that then my job is to do the Reiki healing on them and to focus like in their chakra areas, um, their energy fields, mm -hmm. where their anxiety is. So I can help heal with that. And how the healing works is I'm not like actually like healing them. What's happening is I'm like, like you're putting gas in a car for the car to go. So I'm working with the cells and striking that energy to get it to start so you can heal yourself so it's you doing it i'm just putting the gas in to let you go mm -hmm. um, so that's basically what i do um it's i i do have a lot of clients <coughs> and they all have different reasons for seeing me and i mean i've had clients where they think a demon is attached to them and I have to work with that. And I explain to them that it's not actually a demon. It's something that they created. It's their negative energy. It's um, their anxieties. It's all that stuff piling up and it's feeling that way. So then I kind of do cord cutting and um, like getting rid of all of that stuff that's not needed. And I always make sure that it's correct, harming none and for the good of all. Um, I'm also a practicing witch, I'm a natural witch. Uh, my mother was a witch as well. So I combined witchcraft healing with my Reiki. So I'm pretty much doing some spell work in there to help um, suppress or to help get better, um, to give you more light and love. Um, 
So it's just working with, with all sorts of different energies. Now, what I understand about spell work is it's almost just like infusing an intention. Exactly. That's what it is. So I know people might hear the word spell and go, oh, because they've seen craft. But <laughs> we yeah, it's just the intention. And it's always love and light being correct, harming none and for the good of all. And um, I know um, you can, you know, use these abilities or powers of witchcraft like for a good intention or you can use it for a bad intention that's all about you know what you back that up with just because I know some of the stigmas and things that I've heard about when I like when I used to read tarot and things like that people would ask me all of these crazy questions like isn't this about the devil and I'm like no <laughs> that's not what it's about at all you're a witch you must be hexing people right I will admit there is some people out there that do that for sure, yeah. but there are other people who only do love and light and work with that energy. I would never harm anybody. I'm out in the field to help and to lift people up and change people's lives. That's what I'm doing. Um, and with the spell work that I do, it's actually just visualizing colors. Colors have healing properties in them. So if there's, you know, so I got to balance things out. So there's a lot of anger that would be like really like the color red and then I would project the color blue to neutralize and to balance out um, so that's all I'm doing is visualizing colors and giving people those energies beautiful description so where can people find your work if they wanted to like get hooked up with you and they wanted to have a session can you do them remotely do they have to come to your area yeah I'm a Reiki master so I'm trained in distance healing and that's actually all that I'm doing due to COVID. Um, so I have clients all over the States. I have clients in Canada, um, I have them all over. So you definitely don't have to come see me um, because I'm a Reiki master, I'm trained in that. So you can find me on Facebook. My name is Chelsea West. Um, the picture is me in my black dress staring at my crystal ball. Um, you can find me there or you can find me at my other Facebook page, my business page, which is Faith's Divine Reiki. Um, so you can look me up there and send me a message. And um, Reiki is pretty much for everybody. Um, everybody can definitely benefit from it, whether it's just you know having headaches to having suicidal issues. Um, or maybe just, you know, depression. It's really for anything. And it's healing on the physical, mental, emotional aspects and spiritual as well. Um, so anybody can benefit from it, even if you just want to try it out just to see how it changes your energy. Um, I do body reads, which means I go through all of your chakras and I find what's in there psychically so there's a lot that people are holding on that's like maybe trauma and I'm able to tell them, hey, you have trauma in your sacral chakra, which mm -hmm. means, you know, there was some sexual abuse or something um, like in the past. So I talk to them about it and they choose to open up to me if they want to talk more or whatever. And I listen to them um, and we just go from there, like, how can they heal it? Well, working with the color orange more or eating oranges, actually an orange juice on um, striking up that color. And um, so we just 
work with that, see what's in the chakras. That's the first step so people can heal because people don't know like what really needs healing like on a deeper level that things are still lingering there. Yeah. Can we do anything? Can you do like a quick, does it take like a long time? Could you do a quick read on me? Like, can we see what an example of that would look like? Um, well, it takes, so there's seven chakras and I usually take five minutes um, on each chakra, which I'm doing the read and I'm also doing the healing. So okay. it takes about um, two or three minutes maybe for me to get what's in the chakra and then the rest of time is healing it. Um, so I'm trying to think of, like that was a good example with a client that I had recently um, that was working with her, her sacral chakra. Um, I find that everybody has different energy fields, obviously. Um, my teacher, she finds people with depression in their crown chakra, which is on top of the head, but I have not experienced that. I found um, depression in the root chakra. I found depression in the solar plexus. Um, so everybody just has different energies in different chakras. So you can't just say like the root chakra is only if, you know, like just grounding energy and stuff like that, because some people can have a lot of disruption there where they can't ground themselves. Um, so just there's different energies for everybody. Somebody, again, can have depression in their solar plexus. Somebody can have depression in their crown chakra or maybe their third eye. Um, everybody has different energies everywhere. So that's my job is to tell you, hey, your depression is in your solar plexus. So that's the color yellow. So maybe burn some yellow candles or bring in, you know, wear the color yellow, um, go outside to nature, just give them advice on how to help that. So that way they know that it's in their solar plexus. Yeah. So they can pay attention to that area. So everybody's kind of their own unique case. Yeah. So where are you going from here? What is next for you and your business? Do you plan to grow your business? What's next for you and your recovery and your healing journey? Yep. So I'm just continuing on with my therapy team that I have and I am expanding my business. Um, my goal is to have my Reiki business down in Salem, Mass somewhere um, in the downtown area where all the shops are and everything. Um, so I want to expand more down there and live near the Salem area. Um, that's where I plan on getting my house. So I have some big goals with that because um, there's not too much Reiki down in Salem, Mass. Um, so I want to be able to promote that and bring that out there, out into the world. And that's a good place to do it. Um, constantly taking on new clients. Um, so I'm just expanding that way, just taking on more people, more cases. Um, and that's going really well. Again, I'm very successful with my business. I actually started it in November. And in January, I was able to leave my part-time job. So oh, wow. I was full-time. And that's a short amount of time to be like that successful, to have that yeah. many people it happened very quickly for me. And that's because I'm in alignment with what I'm meant to do in this world is I am a healer. I'm meant to heal. So being in alignment with that makes it everything just so much easier. Things just kind of come, they just come right to me, you know, like every day or something, I have somebody else messaging me like, Hey, I'm interested in your Reiki service. And it's like, that's great. 
and to see how I can help people. And I have a client that um, he, he's in a really bad situation right now. So I'm helping him constantly with Reiki. We're doing stuff like that. And then once he heals this situation, then he's still going to stay with me. So I'm like, okay, so then we'll see what your energies are like then and see how I can help you. It's always about, it's always about the client and it's always about what they need. Um, and for me to help them reach their goals of healing and recovery. So that's pretty much what I do. And that's what I'm going to be doing. Um, I just can't wait to expand my business even more and get down to Salem, Mass. Awesome. So do you have any final statements or shout outs or anything that you want to say? Final words for all the peoples? Um, just really, if you're listening and you struggle with something, whether you think it's simple or not, um, whether it's complex or, you know, just whatever situation you're in, there's help and support for you. And to please go find that because it's worth being here. The world needs you and you have a gift that you need to share with the world. You're here for a reason to make things a better place. So please just find some support out there, whether it's a friend, maybe they can help you get into therapy and just start the process. I know that it's scary. I've been there. Um, but again, just having as much support as you can possibly get is going to be the most helpful thing. And thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Okay, guys, it's time for a commercial. But before I get started, I want to let you guys know that Every single supporter that I discuss on this podcast, I really use. If it's a company, it's a company that I really work with. If it's a product, it's a product that I really use. And I'm not talking about I tried it once. I'm talking about that it is a part of my lifestyle. That is because I want to build an unshakable level of trust with my audience. So I don't just promote any product for no reason. If I promote a product, it's because I use it and I believe in it. If I promote a company, it's because I work with them and I believe in them. So that being said, let's get started. As a life coach, I care deeply about my health. And that means taking a look at what you're putting into your body every day. I do something called Lavelle Thrive. The Thrive Experience is a premium daily lifestyle plan that helps individuals experience and reach peak physical and mental levels. You're going to live, look, and feel ultra premium like never before. Results from the Thrive Experience are high impact and can differ slightly from person to person depending on your goals and what areas of your lifestyle need the help the most. The Thrive Experience will get you thriving in all areas of your life. Individuals on the experience will enjoy premium support and benefits. You can go to www.iamraquel.com slash promotions and click learn more under Lavelle Thrive. You can get started being an I Am Raquel community, community member and potentially gain access to lots of great deals with Thrive. So thank you so much for being here and listening to my podcast. I just want to Say that I'm really grateful and honored to be guiding you along your journey from rock bottom to badass. And if you want to see more about me and my work with my company, I Am Raquel, then you could check out www.iamraquel.com. 
and you can see all of the stuff about my book, my blog. Um, you can reach my I Am Raquel Academy from there. You, all of the stuff. And you can follow me at I Am Raquel. That's at I A M R O C K L on all the socials. Well, I love you guys so much. I am really, really glad that you're here listening. I'm glad if you made it to this segment right here, oh, you're a fucking rock star. I can't even believe that you did that. You're a fucking champion. But I wanted to tell you a little bit more. If, if you like this stuff and you want to see more from me, I would love that. Um, so <laughs> follow me on all the stuff. Uh, I am Raquel on everything. That's I-A-M-R-O-C-K-L. I'm on, I think, every social media that exists in the world. So you can follow me everywhere. I dish out free helpful content all over the place religiously every day and you can also check out www.iamrockhill.com i worked really hard to make my website pretty so please check that out um and from there you can go to i am rockhill academy i am rockhill academy supports this show what it is is my online school. That's right. I got my own online school. So it's a coaching school. So you can do self-coaching work by purchasing online courses made by yours truly. And it what it does is when you purchase courses from me at iamrockheld.com, you support this show. It enables me to continue to make free helpful content for people all over the world. So definitely check that out. 